Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome back to another episode of Full Court Press, brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and joining me tonight is Luke Alves. What up, Luke? No much, man. Just uh, excited to talk about this, uh, you know, kind of breaking news. Indeed, sir. Uh, and also joining us is Juwan Carter. What's up, Juwan? What's going on? I'm ready to talk from AD to the Knicks. <laughs> yes, we've got a few teams that we need to discuss for sure. Um, and the Knicks are certainly one of them. There are um, some intriguing packages. So um, for for our listeners out there, uh, I would assume you have to know by now um, that the news uh, having broke yesterday morning, Monday morning, that Anthony Davis has officially requested a trade from the New Orleans Pelicans uh, and uh, essentially has said he will not be signing an extension with them in the offseason. Um, this was via his agent who informed uh, Rich Paul um, of Clutch Sports, who informed ESPN of this news, uh, and it broke Monday. I'm assuming that this news was conveyed um, to the Pels before Monday. Um, I don't think it's any coincidence that the reemergence um of like a news story breaking in Los Angeles that yet again they would consider trading um, uh, parts of their young core for uh, for you know a potential um, you know all star or what have you. Um, I don't think I don't think that like I don't think it's coincidence. I think like I don't think they were like you know what maybe we will trade for Bradley Beal. Like no, I mean they they I think they already knew. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I, I think whether New Orleans knew or not, the Lakers knew uh, via Rich Paul telling LeBron, telling, you know, Lakers management. Uh, but anyway, um, well, before we get into this, uh, Joel Jimenez is also joining us. What up, Joel? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Why why are you running late? Ah, <laughs> uh, baby. Uh, yeah, see, that's the perfect excuse. No one could ever dog Joel for running late because of the baby. It's like, dude, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a dad. You got to do what you got to do, man. It's all good. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, there one. you go. <laughs> yep, there it is. Um, but, all right, guys, so let's break this down. We're going to we're gonna kind of take it, um, try to take it topic by topic and not, not get too far off the rails. Um, so basically, Luke and Joel, try your best to like rein Jawan and myself in when we start just going off on tangents. <laughs> um, uh, I, I started yesterday with uh, Jawan on the train, so I told him to, to you know, <laughs> keep it, keep it yeah, short and it, sweet. <laughs> it, 
Yeah, well, hey, it doesn't always work, but we'll we'll, we'll try to do our best here. Um, but so, first things first, obviously, AD's requested this trade. We got, I think, now nine days before the deadline, ten, nine or ten days before the deadline. It's next Thursday um, uh, at 3 p.m. So, you know, essentially, that, that's a that's a kind of a short window if they're going to get a deal done um, before the deadline. If you're the Pelicans, obviously we all know now um, that uh, that Boston uh, cannot trade for him until the off season because of um, you, you know them having Kyrie uh, and the, the the rookie extension rule. But um, you know they have you know all these other teams that they can they can talk to. If you're the Pelicans, do you have a like? Do you, do you feel like you want to trade him before the deadline, or would you rather hold on to him so you can get Boston in the mix? Um, or, and do you do you try to leverage the fact that Boston can get in the mix after the deadline to get any sort of current teams, may, namely the Lakers, the Knicks, possibly the Sixers, and we'll discuss maybe a couple wild cards later on. Um, but do you try to leverage the fact that Boston, like, hey, man, I – I like that offer. I mean, it's not bad, but, you know, I, I talked to Danny Ainge two hours ago, and he said they're willing to give me Tatum, Brown, Smart, and three first-round picks if I just wait. So, like, man, I mean, that's not a bad offer, but, I, I mean, that's not as good as that. Like, do you try to use that kind of leverage to drive up the cost? Um, I, I think I think New Orleans is in a, uh, a slightly better position than I think most people would think think because Boston can't bid on him now. Um, so over the next 10 days, they can really push people's offers up. I think you can also try to leverage uh, Boston and say, hey, like, make me make me an offer that you will follow through with, you know, come July, um, and, and maybe we'll hold on to him. But, you know, maybe hey, we, we got all these teams offering us shit now for him. Um what are your general thoughts on this, Luke? Obviously, being a Celtics fan, I'm going I'm to kick it to you first. Um, do you think this gives the Pelicans like more leverage? And ultimately, I would assume, um, for multiple reasons, but I would assume you would think it would be in their best interest to wait um, so that the, the Celtics can get in on the, the bidding. No, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to agree with you right there. I mean, I think they should wait. I'll give you more reasons just before. Besides waiting until the Celtics get in, I mean, first of all, I mean, there's all the teams that you named, even the Knicks. I mean, you don't know anyone's draft like odds this year. Yeah, Knicks are one of the worst teams right. that they were to try to throw that pick in, but right now it's the whole new draft reform. So now every, right. you know, the top three have an equal chance. So you don't even know what that pick's going to convey to even look like. So you might as well wait until the draft order is selected. Like, now you can tank and you can be like, hey, AD. We're completely down with it. We're going to trade with you uh, in the offseason. We're not going to rush you back from this injury. You can sit as long as you want, and then we can play you. But we're, we're going for the full tank right now, so our pick's going to get better. But we are. But there's no reason to rush unless they get really blown out of the water. And it's like you're saying, um, they can – I don't think they would do it to hold leverage over other teams. But if a team tries to come in there and, and you know, they're – the um, Pelicans are seeing like they want you to start with this player and you're not starting with them, but then they can come into it and be like, well, we are in no rush to really trade him before this deadline. I mean, you got to really wow us 
unless, you know, we're going to allow the other teams that can't get I wouldn't even name it. I would just put it out there like the other teams, but I'd be like, you know what I'm referring to. Like, the Celtics right. have plenty of other to combat at this, and they want to definitely get in this. Now, there's some things that we'll have to figure out if, um, you know, the, the Celtics, if they want to make this trade. But, you know, out there, there's no – there's no sensible rush just because like any team that's offering draft picks that it could be high, you don't know where it's going to land. So you kind of want to see where things shake out. If, I, if, if I'm the Pelicans and just play out this year and just be like, we will trade you, but let us do our thing right now. Yeah. I, I, if you're Danny Ainge, are you, and basically the Pelicans are like, the Lakers are offering us for lack of a better word as not to name everybody pretty much everything. Um, that they have minus LeBron um, of like you know real value. Um, like, are, are you, will you promise us that Jason Tatum will be the linchpin of any deal that we like? I, I, I'm not going to necessarily say like we want to we want an outline deal that you're going to follow through with, but at least a promise that Jason Tatum would be involved um, in any discussion that um, or. or not even any discussion, but Jason Tatum would be a part of the Anthony Davis trade come July if we hold on to him. If you're Danny Ainge, would you promise the Pelicans that? Of course, barring AD going down with like some severe injury or anything crazy like that. But um, but you know, Anthony Davis finishes out the season as a Pelican, healthy, what have you. Um, it, 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 like given that scenario, would you be willing to right now promise that we will trade you Jason Tatum in July? For Anthony Davis, and we'll give we'll put some other stuff around it to make it even a, a little bit better. No, I wouldn't. I mean, the only reason I went not just because I'm just a big Jason Tatum fan. I want to do it just because I wouldn't want to get leaked out. Nor if I know you really want to have Jason Tatum, I'm not giving you my like best card, like my ace. Like you know, I'm holding on to you like my leverage plan. If I've already given you that, then we're coming into this deal, and I'm already not having to step on you. So you can want me to hope that, like, you know, we're going to definitely keep Tatum in there and, you know, you save him. But really, we're not, like, the Celtics aren't in any rush, too. We can't do it. And that's, a, like, that's a card that if we can't get a deal done, what I'm trying to say is Danny can't get a deal done with, like, Brown and other pieces. And then finally he's, like, breaks down and he's, like, okay, here comes Jason. Like, they come finally. It's, like, you know, it's in July. They're about to do a deal. Now it finally comes in. He's, like, okay, here's Jason Tatum. Pelicans would do it in a heartbeat. So if you already give them that, you know, they could come still, another team could come in and swoop in, even if they offer Jason Tatum. So I would just hold the whole Tatum card, you know, as a wild joker out of nowhere to place it on them and be like, okay, here it is finally. Here's Tatum. We know you've been wanting him. Well, let's get it done. And this is why I think that the Pelicans' best move might be to go ahead and deal into the Lakers. Because you are basically – you're not just giving your opinion – um, and what you just said, you are pretty much echoing um, Boston management, I, at least I feel like, in, in Danny Ainge, in that it doesn't necessarily matter that Boston has the most assets. It's what Boston is willing to give you. Um, and, like, you look at that Kyrie trade, the only reason that trade happened is because Boston was able to swindle a new GM who didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Um, like, that that – Boston is just notorious for for swindling every team that ever trades with them. Um, 
I would be weary of that if I am New Orleans, and if I don't have a guarantee that I'm getting Jason Tatum if I wait until July, I'm not doing it. I'm just like I, I, I'm. Well, put it this way: I am going to try and push the Lakers to give me everything, and I'm going to go ahead and take it and call it a day. Because if I wait, and then the Celtics aren't willing to give Tatum. And then the Lakers are like, well, shit, they're not willing to give Tatum. All right, well, Kuzma's off the table now, or, you know, whoever is off the table now. But we'll still give you this, 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 and this, when you could have had that, 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 and that, plus Kuzma, plus Zubats, or whatever. Like, I think it might be it's, – it's impossible. It's really impossible to say because we don't know – what Boston would be willing to part with, then it's it's just it, it, it it's a risk that I feel like is um, is not worth taking and waiting if you can go ahead and get the the whole the full Monty um, from the Lakers just because of how like how Danny Ainge is and the fact that you know he doesn't give up those assets lightly. Um, but you know, I mean, Jason Tatum is obviously better than anybody you're getting from the Lakers. So if I know that I, I can get him, then I'm like, all right, like I'm going to wait. But if I don't, if I don't have that like assurance, I don't, I don't know that I do wait. I, I think it might, it might mean that you end up getting less from the Lakers down the line. Um, but let me kick it over to you, Joel Pelicans. Like what do they do with AD right now? Do you think they trade him? Uh, try to move in before the deadline. Um, do you think it's incumbent upon them to wait um, to let Boston get involved? Um, and if they do keep him, do you do you play him for the rest of the season? Do you bench him for the rest of the season? Um, how do you handle that situation? Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of different directions to go here. Um, right. Uh, Anthony Davis situation. I would I would look for the like, I'd listen to everything all all, all and everything you know I, we've heard already right. that say they don't really plan on trading him at all before the deadline uh, and it's probably smarter for them not to move him uh, because they'll probably they're the best uh, the best thing they can do the best offers will probably come in the summer where then well like the draft uh, especially the lottery picks we'll know who's where and and the picks will be more defined now it's more of a crapshoot. You know, there'll be good picks. You just don't know where and how good they'll be. So, right. at the very least, you might as well just hold out and wait and, and for the best offer uh, on, in the summer. And at least uh, it gives the Celtics a chance to go in and, and offer something because right now they can't do shit unless they trade Kyrie. And I don't see them trading Kyrie. And then the Lakers, yeah, of course, will have to trade the house. Uh, now that now there's pressure on the Lakers to do that. And I, I think in, in that regard, um, for Laker fans, I know they want to get it done before the deadline. And I think they. I think it can be done. I think uh, an offer can be made. I'm not sure what that is in LA. Um, it might be most of their young guys in, in a pick, and that might do it. It, I, it really depends on what they want. Maybe a dark horse can come in. We, we've heard that the Knicks were involved at, at some point as a possibility. But Milwaukee and Toronto are intrigued at the idea of bringing them in. So, I mean, they're, yeah, they're pretty much listen. every team in the NBA is like. I'll make you an yeah. offer for Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like. So that, right, and then that they should. I mean, who wouldn't want one of the best players? Right. If, if, or top three it's players. It's worth a fucking phone call. 
Right. I mean, if you have a chance of getting one of the best players in the league, you, you take that call. And, you know, you pretty right. much almost everything's on the table. Look, you don't offer your best shit early, like what Luke was saying. I'm not going to offer you fucking Jason Tatum. You're going to ask me for it. There's a difference. Right. And I, wasn't, and I wasn't saying <laughs> – yeah, and let me – let me be clear. I wasn't saying they should just out of the gate offer him. What I'm saying is if the Lakers throw out the whole farm, like like right. Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, Zubats, uh, uh, maybe uh, at least one first-round pick, uh, maybe two, maybe even three. Like I, Who knows what the Lakers would ultimately offer. But if they get some kind of offer like that, like if I am the Pels at that point, like – I want to know, like, fuck, dude, am, am, am I waiting just to, like, for the fucking Celtics to be like, no, we're not giving you Jason Tatum. Like, I don't like, I don't want to play hardball in that regard. Like, I want the offer to start with Jason Tatum, and I want to know that right. you're going to give me Jason Tatum. And then we can figure out the other pieces. But, like, as long as I know I'm getting yeah. Jason Tatum, then I'll wait. But if, if yeah. I get that kind of offer from the Lakers and I don't know that I'm going to get Jason Tatum – uh, right. I don't know if I'm going to wait. Because you know at least Jason Tatum's a sure thing. Like, at this point, the best right. asset, uh, n- non-pick-wise for the Lakers, it was Kuzma. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at Kuzma, right. probably has the highest ceiling at the moment. Uh, Ingram, and, uh, I'm not going to say he regrets Honestly, I, I wouldn't great. say that. I would say Kuzma's the best player at the moment. I still think Ingram the has the highest ceiling. Uh, but oh, that's sure. just Fine. me personally. Uh, I, I get it. I'm still not sold on Ingram. <laughs> uh, we'll see how that plays. I, I don't think he's he utilized area. very well. I don't think Walton don't utilizes him very well, <laughs> and I don't think he necessarily right. fits with LeBron, and I think both of those <clears throat> have been an impediment to him um, the last Yeah, he definitely does not fit very well. With, somehow he just does not fit very well with LeBron. He's um, not a scorer. And he ha- he's a playmaker. He's, he's an all-around player. But he, 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 but he came in. They were like – he came out of college. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's like KD." I mean, I automatically assumed he was gonna be a scorer. Right. So that's why for me it was. <laughs> see, I didn't know. That's what they were telling me. I'm just going by what people were saying. Uh, and he just came out yeah. and was not exactly that. Uh, he he kind of could play some point forward, which was nice. Uh, we learned that right. last year. Um, which could be good for a lot of teams. I uh, maybe look. Maybe he just needs new scenery. You know, at the end of the day, and that sometimes that's all you need is a new place and to shine and the coach that knows how to utilize you better. And at the end of the day, that's all it takes. You know, Alonzo Ball is Alonzo Ball. He has his own baggage, you know. He didn't help himself last year. But, you know, his father hasn't really been new at all this year. So, you don't have to worry about him yeah. as much. It's just now Alonzo's game. And then Josh Hart. I like I like Josh Hart a lot, too. And Josh Hart's very much a, a guy that's he's kind of struggled this regular season. But all decent players, nonetheless. So you're just looking at who, who who's going to give you the best talent and, of course, the best pick at the end of the day. And it's just, like you said, if they're willing to give up Jason Tatum, you, like, I think the, the Celtics already have an edge because they have better picks, too, to offer. So it's just a matter of what the Boston Celtics are will, willing to give up. And if they're not willing to give up, you know, decent pieces, other teams are definitely going to be able to get involved and take the lead. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the Celtics are willing to give up, um, like all, you know, not all of their assets, but like right. they can outbid it's anybody. It's just a question as to whether they they would be willing to do it. You know, I mean that's that's how it always is with the Celtics. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean we've seen plenty of times where they're like, yeah, no, not gonna do that. Like the the 
the Celtics are a lot less desperate in the sense of the Lakers are like, God damn it, we need a, another superstar to pair yeah. with LeBron. That we'll figure yeah. everything else out after that. And the Celtics are essentially like, we have a full team. We're not going to decimate our team just to get one guy. Um, like, right. well, there will be other guys that come along. <laughs> like, and so I get it, you know. Like, I mean, it's just two different philosophies essentially. Um, and you know, there, but. But, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how all of this is breaking down and coming into play um, and how these two different philosophies might, might help one side or the other side. Like, it's just it's, – it's very interesting. Uh, but, Juwan, um, your thoughts, your general thoughts on the Pelicans, should they trade AD now? Should they wait until the offseason season? Um, to try and wait and get the Celtics involved and see how the draft actually shakes out and all that. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you are going to keep AD, do you want to like, are, are you just going to like rest him the rest of the season or, you know, it, are you going to still want to play him to sell tickets or, um, you know, at the risk of him getting hurt and then really his trade value plummets? Um, you know, what are your thoughts on all of this, this, these matters going on between New Orleans and AD? Uh, he plays. Um, there's no way I, I don't have him play. Um, as long as he's healthy, I'm paying him. Uh, so as long as I have to pay him, he plays. Um, as far as trading him, I don't make a decision in nine days. I have a whole nother year, a full calendar year to decide, um, what I want to do with him. So I don't need to make this rash decision. I believe LeBron's, uh, I mean, I say LeBron's camp, even though I, it, it's LeBron's camp. I think AD's agent leaked this the same way LeBron's agent leaked the Kyrie story. Um, that's just, that's how I feel. And you can tell me like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't his camp. I, I still believe it was. Um, AD went into this season looking at that roster that wasn't drastically different than the one from last year. Um, and there's no way he could have possibly thought that this roster was going to do anything more than what they did last year. So I agree with you in the sense of I don't think this is, brand new. I think this has been something AD has kind of been like, you guys have really done nothing for me since 2012. Uh, the one time you did, he got injured, then somehow you guys allowed him to walk away. Um, so it, it's the sense of, they've known AD wasn't happy. Uh, he wants to win. He wants to compete. Um, but no, I, I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm not making a decision in nine days. Why? Why? Because he wants to leave? No. Uh, that was Cleveland's biggest mistake. And then when Kyrie said, I'll, I'll take the surgery and be out the full year. Sure. And if you're an NBA team out there who sees that and takes them, just know it's your headache. Like, if he's willing to do that, that's your headache to deal with. Um, but I'm not going to sacrifice us as a franchise somewhat like they did and uh, trade away one of my best players and not get one of yours back. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's the sense of if you're the Pelicans, you shouldn't be desperate yet. Your desperation should come next year around this time, um, around the, the trade deadline of next year. And see, uh, so, but I'm not saying they should be desperate. What I'm saying is they should leverage Boston being able to get involved in the off season to drive up every mm-hmm. single offer. And if one comes yep. along that is really fucking good, maybe you take it. Maybe not, but maybe you do. Like, I mean, that's the thing with the fact that Boston can't get involved actually over the next nine days actually gives them some amount of leverage that a team 
whose star player requests a trade doesn't normally have. It's a luxury for Boston not yeah. to be involved right now. Right, and I That's think true. my biggest thing, my biggest thing, if I'm the Pelicans, is I'm seeing what Cleveland went through, and I'm saying to Boston, like if Jason Tatum isn't involved. I really don't have any other extreme interest in making this trade with you. Absolutely uh, you not. All, you can give me all the draft picks that you want. We don't really draft that well. Like, AD was an exactly. obvious draft pick. So yeah, I was going like, to say, well, know, like, will you draft them for us too? Or, like, maybe yeah, let the like, Lakers do it or the Spurs, like, somebody? Yeah. Like, I mean, I even Can we get someone, your, your whole list of scouts for the next five years, like, something? Exactly. I mean, I even saw someone who said, like, if you're the Knicks, and you magically get Zion, like, once you draft him, do you then leverage that? So you can keep KP, but you leverage Zion to get AD. Um, so it's like, I, I don't, if I'm the Pelicans, I don't draft well. So your draft pick does, like, absolutely nothing to me. I'm not going to be able to scout and get another AD. So it's like, you give me Tatum, and then if you want to give me some draft picks, sure, AD is yours. But if your conversation does not start with Tatum, I'm not interested in waiting for you if your offer is not going to change. Same thing as the Lakers. Don't think that you're not giving me Kuzma, especially with me knowing how badly you want AD. Like, the conversation only starts with Kuzma. So, if I'm the Pelicans, there is no rush, but you have to make sure you're stern and you do not waver. Um, Well, you know, until you get to this point next year, if AD is still on your roster, then you kind of like, all right, well, who wants to get to that point? No, we won't get to that point. (laughs) But yeah, no, there, at that point, you would definitely not. you'd be, in, yeah, I better not. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I don't think you you rush to make a deal. I just feel like if you're looking at the, the writing on the wall, like whatever conversations you're having with Danny Ainge right now, and you feel like it's either fifty fifty or worse, or maybe even. If, if you only feel like you have a 75% chance of getting Tatum if you wait, like, is it worth it if you don't get him? Like, there's that 25% chance that you don't get him. Like, and, and let me kick this to you, Luke, because, like, you've been – like, we've had these ongoing conversations, and, of course, like, um, you know, we've we, – it, it, they've been varied, but, like, this changes everything with him saying – you know, essentially, like, requesting the trade at this point in time. If if you don't include Tatum, like, I just don't – and the Lakers are willing to give everything. I don't see how Boston I, – I just don't see how you, you couldn't include Tatum to, to like, outbid them, um, you know, if, if the Pelicans choose to wait. I mean, I just think that that's – that I like Brown, uh, Smart, and what else at that point? Because you can't include Rozier because he's free agent unless it's a sign and trade, and that's probably not going to happen. Um, I mean, that, are you with us at least there? Like that you not that you would want to give up Tatum. Of course, you don't think that they should say you know we're, we we we're going to give up Tatum, but ultimately. Um, don't you think it would cost Tatum to get him at, at this juncture? No, yes. I mean, if the Lakers are willing to give the whole Ball, Ingram, Kuzma, maybe even Hart combination, you're going to have to match it with Tatum. Because Tatum's 
like worth like more than like three of those guys right there. And then like you got Tatum and at Brown. At least I would say two and a half of them. Like I would say yeah. he's at least worth both Kuzma. He's worth more than both Kuzma and Ingram because he's basically both of those guys rolled into one guy. <laughs> like he can do the best of what both of those guys can do. Yeah, so, uh, like, yeah. at that point, I do understand the whole, you know, Tatum's going to have to, like, match that. If it's out there, you know, that's what the trades are going to come down to. Now it's just how how much do the Celtics have confidence in retaining Kyrie and what they can do with Gordon at that point. Right. Like, is how healthy is Hayward? Because okay. that's a whole lot. Now you're, now you're betting on your old guys and you just traded away everything because you just traded away your three young guys, and Rozier could leave because we don't have the money to match. Or we can right. match it, but right. the luxury. Way into the luxury, because you're already in the luxury. Um, so you'd be a repeater at that point. I've, got a, I've just got a, a quick side question for you. Um, uh, and this is completely aside. I promise this will be my only one, guys. I'm going to try to keep it to one. Um, but I thought about this today, and, and it struck me as kind of – Something that I think would be interesting, would you be willing to uh, – like Hayward's supposed to make $32.7 million next year. He has not been good at all this year. Now, granted, a lot of that has to do with his injury, conditioning, the the fact that there are so many various like hands that need the ball on this team, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, I mean, I don't necessarily think that like his career is over or anything. But, nevertheless, it hasn't worked out, and he's taking up a large – um, chunk of the cap for for the Celtics. It just hit me today. Um, w- would you be willing to just give him to Sacramento in the off season so that you could re-sign Rozier and, and Marcus Morris? Like use but, that thirty-two point I mean, seven million dollars to keep Rozier and Morris and just get yeah, nothing back for him. But to get, yeah, I mean. $32.7 million, man. I feel like you can keep both of those guys for that. I'm just saying, can they – they're going to have to give us Oh, yeah, they have the cap space. No, they have the cap space. They can – as long as they don't make, like, a deal that, um, that, you know, before the trade deadline that fucks with their cap space. Um, But, no, they've got, like, $40, $50 million in cap space this offseason. And they could really use a guy like, like Hayward. Like, he'd be perfect for them. Um, to fit with all those young guys, and they need a wing player and all that. Um, I just, I like, I just feel like at this point, if I'm if I'm the Celtics, I'd rather just invest. I'd rather be keeping Rozier and keeping Morris, and just like letting Hayward go because I just even even when he's like 100 percent and healthy, I'm not sure how he sits with the team. Now, granted, this is also if you keep Kyrie. If for whatever reason Kyrie walks, then I feel like this is a total moot point. But because um, at that point you don't really need all that cap space to re-sign those other guys. Um, but I don't know. Like I think if it, it came down to it, and for essentially the same amount of money, I could keep Rozier and I could keep Morris. I'd much rather do that than keep Hayward. No, yeah. Are you I mean, with me there? Yeah. I want to. I, 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 I'm kind of with you there, but I, I'm, again, I want to see the whole season play out. I feel like his legs might get, like you know, finally under him towards the end of the season when we're making a playoff run, sure. and I want to see him, you know, in the playoffs. But I, I, I am with you, but I need to see 
this season play out. I just can't give up on my guy, gotcha. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I get you. I mean, and I feel like it would have to be an off-season move. Um, I mean, I guess you could try to trade him for expirings now, but I don't – I don't. I think it probably makes more sense just to wait, you know. So, you – I mean, so that way you know everything that's happening with Kyrie and all, you know, everything else. But, um, but yeah, nevertheless, um, so let's, let's just go ahead and move on. Um, so, if you're the Lakers – um, like, what do you give up for AD? I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, we've kind of already gone into this, but, I mean, I feel like pretty what much. don't you give up? Right. And that's LeBron. And yeah. maybe <laughs> you want to keep, maybe, like, maybe you want to keep uh, heart. Like, you're like, all right, dude, I'm giving you, I mean, you already have Drew Holiday. I'm giving you, like, Ingram. I'm giving you. Um, you know, Aww. Lonzo. I'm giving you Kuzma. I'm giving you Zubats. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a whole new starting four starters to yeah. put around Drew Holiday. Like, right. so like, it, 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 let me keep heart, but I'll also give you our first round pick this season, and maybe one or two future ones with some kind of protections on them. Um, but I, I would be willing to give them this this particular season unprotected. Like and if I'm Pelicans, I would say I want that pick to be unprotected, just on the off chance. I mean, both LeBron and AD are hurt right now. If you know, if both of those guys aren't a hundred percent for the rest of the year, the Lakers are going to lose some games. Maybe they end up yeah. with the twelfth overall pick and they, they they win the lottery and get the number four pick. Like like I want that pick to be unprotected. Um, and I think this is one of the few cases where. New Orleans could demand and receive an unprotected pick in in a, some variable of trade. But Joel, um, you chimed in. Is that? I mean, well, everybody. Do we all kind of feel that way? Does anybody not feel that way? <laughs> like, is anybody like oh. you? You really need to keep a some structure of a team together. Is anybody thinking Obviously. that way for the Lakers right now? Yeah, plus you you also probably have to get stuff back. It probably won't be as easy as one for five. <laughs> I mean, you probably got to – No, You're going to probably take back garbage uh, – Frazier or whatever. Darius Miller. You might be, yeah, those you might be able to keep – Right. They might ask you to here, take Solomon Hill. You can keep Zubac. It's like something like that, something like just to help them out. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> I mean, work with the money, like but – I'm just saying, you know, it's something. He's just gotta, See, you gotta do that's something. where I would draw the line if I was the Lakers. I'm not taking Solomon Hill because I need that cap money next season. Like, I'm not taking Solomon I'm not Hill. There. This is where yeah. I draw the no, line. and they might Anthony want that. Davis. They probably would. I know, but like, you know, that helps them but, a lot. <laughs> no, no, I know. But, I mean, he isn't expiring next year, and they would be getting off, like, um, like the only person they would have to re-sign – this off season would be Zubats, and that's it's not a necessity necessarily, and it's not like there's going to be a huge market for Zubats. Everybody in their fucking sister has a center on their team, like you know, like it's, it's well, um, you know, I mean, there's just no what at best case scenario, Zubats is going to get like a Yusuf Nurkic deal, in my opinion, or a Mason Plumlee deal, ten to twelve million dollars a season over three or four years, like tops. Um, so, I uh, you know I I mean I I think they're already kind of 
saving money long term, if you will, by getting all those rookie deals. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, they might. I I put it this way: if I'm the Pelicans, I'm at least being like, I'm at least asking them to take him, <laughs> even if they're not going to do it. Um, I'm going to be like, yeah, you need to take Solomon Hill. Um, just to see if they will. Um, but if I'm the Lakers, I gotta, you, you gotta, bring I gotta it have up. that cap you know, space yeah, next year. Once. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But, but I'm saying you gotta at least bring it up. You know, they're willing. You know, you gotta, you gotta right. take advantage. Um, but yeah, it's you need to give up something. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give the guy, and and and, and this is not gonna be free. And obviously, uh, especially if they wanna, if they say they wanna, they're trying to. Right now, LA is in a pressure moment more than anything. I think LA has the most pressure. Not New Orleans, not anybody else. L.A. Right. Because this is, you know, they can't, they should, you know, they shouldn't give Boston a chance to offer shit. Even if, you know, Boston might be stingy with what they're willing to offer, they still probably have the best assets to give. So you don't want to yes. give them the chance. So right now you can basically give them anything you're going to give them in the summer. I mean, nothing really changes. I mean, what what are they going to get? Nothing. It's just the same shit. So really – they got to pretty much man up, and they give like would be willing to give up almost anything. Obviously, other than LeBron James, or it's mainly just LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're not going to trade LeBron. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the one the one wrinkle that could happen is if is if Boston is like, yeah, we're not going to give up Tatum, and then. You know, they go back and they say, "Hey, we'll take that deal." And it's like, "Nah, man, we heard they weren't going to give up Tatum." Now the deal, like the, the, <laughs> the you know, like the classic dark Darth Vader line, like you know, I've changed, I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it further. Um, like you know, I mean, it, it it could play out that way if if you know, it it it, it, it there's a possibility that it could. Um, right. But Luke, I mean, are are you are you kind of seeing it the same way we are like you just got to give pretty much but most most anything within reason no i mean here's what i'm going to say about the lakers you know we were talking about the pelicans should wait if i'm the lakers i have to i'm in the most rush to get this deal done i have to get it done it's not only just to not like outbid the celtics it's to build around lebron who's my star and that's who i need a piece but it's also trying to get other, you know, guys to come down and be like, you know, maybe I should leave my current team that I've been playing with and go see what this team would be like with LeBron and Anthony Davis, a.k.a. Clay Thompson had just reported as like saying that. So you have a Clay out there. You could have a Jimmy Butler out there, a Kawhi Leonard. Like these guys might now actually be like, you know what, the Lakers, I do want to go there. I mean, yeah, they might have just, like, gutted their team. They have no depth. But if I go there and it's us three, we can get plenty of other guys to come for really good money deals and build this team again. So if I'm the Lakers, I have to get this deal done in nine days. I'm giving you everything. You can even have our – you can have the unprotected pick this year and hope we suck and everything. You can take it all. I'm trying to outbid every team. I'll give you – like just a straight up deal of KCP, Coos, Hart, Lonzo, Ingram. This year's unprotected pick, and then maybe next year's we'll consider. But I have to get this deal done. So now I have Anthony Davis and LeBron on long term deals. So no matter what, if I you know something might not happen this year, you know next year. But I have to show other superstars that like this is now who we're building around because Kuzma and LeBron are not really appealing right now to 
any of these guys on the free agent market to want to really leave their team. So that like reason alone, I'm trying to get it done. If I'm the Lakers, just like outside of getting Anthony Davis, I'm trying to get more. Right. The the trickiest part about it is of course, ideally the Lakers, like if they were operating this the way they would like want to the most, it's sign a free agent in the off season, then trade for AD because they can't offer if they trade for AD now they can't offer a max contract to anybody. Um, they just will not have the cap space uh, with with AD and LeBron's contract and Dang's stretch. Um, they can't they cannot like make the money work and cap holds and all that. They can get up to about maybe twenty five million dollars. Um, I don't think. I don't think any of those max guys are going to sign for $25 million. Now, you mentioned Clay Thompson. Now, uh, like, if for some reason the Warriors were stupid enough not to offer him a max contract, maybe he would do it. Maybe it would even be like a DeMarcus Cousins situation where he'd not be willing to take so little, but he'd be willing to say, fuck it, I'll take $25 million. Fuck these guys. I want to help win them three, four championships, whatever it is. And, like, they won't even fucking pay me. Um, so, like, maybe something like that is possible. Um, but, like, here's the thing. Like, and I agree with you 100%. I don't, I don't care that I can't offer a max contract. I can always get, like, other guys, like, sign other guys and try to couple together another group of guys the time the next time one of these guys comes around and try to accrue more assets through signing smart signings um, and, and, you know, try to do it that way. Um, and I don't even necessarily – I'm not even looking to spend, for me, spend that $25 million on, on one dude. Like, if I have AD and LeBron and I have this depth issue, like, I'm going to go and say, yo, Derek Rose, like, we'll give you a four-year, $8 million a year deal um, to come play in L.A. It, that may not be as much as he would earn, like, somewhere else. But you know Derrick Rose isn't going to get, like, a huge fucking deal. Like, even despite playing really well this season, he's not going to get – he just doesn't fit enough people's timelines who need a starting point guard. Um, and I think he's uh, he's reached that level again. Like, he's changed his game um, to the point where um, he he's back at that kind of um, starting point guard level. He's a great three-point shooter this season. Um like that would be a great asset to like bring in and to pair with those two guys around Hart, and then you go out and you figure out we need a three and D um, type guy who can play the three or play the four. Like you know, we'll figure that out. We'll find like a piece like that, um, and yeah. kind of build through adding little pieces of depth around your two stars. Um, I, I think it would be honestly a mistake to feel like, well, we can't get another superstar but let's throw all of the money that we can at, say, Tobias Harris or, you know, just somebody who may not get a, quite a max deal, um, but, you know, is c- kind of on 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 the fence there. Like, um, like the lowest I would go uh, as far as, like, a, a max-type player uh, is Kimba Walker, but there ain't no way – if I'm Kimba Walker, I don't care if it's LA. I don't care if it's LeBron. Like I've been, I've been like underpaid for so long. Did I need to get paid? So I don't, I don't think that will necessarily be on the table if they make the deal. Um, but regardless, I still think they should do it. I still think they should give up, you know, whatever it takes. Because 
I feel like you could piece together a team around them making smart, other smart decisions, kind of like what they did this offseason. They didn't necessarily get the best fit piece-wise, but they made a lot of smart signings. Um, of got and some of those guys have worked. Um, so maybe you bring back a Lance Stevenson, um, you know, or a Michael Beasley, or you know, whoever you feel like is going to fit. Um, but uh, Juwan, uh, before we move on, uh, are you with us here? Lakers pretty much give up the farm, and you know, pretty much anything that uh, the Pels want, short of, of course, LeBron. Uh, I was thinking about and listening to you guys. And if what LeBron said when he first came there is true about obviously you're not going to win the championship right away, you know, you're trying to build or whatever, I'm going to say maybe not. Maybe you don't. Maybe you play the waiting game. Um, I mean, I do, I do think the Paul George situation is one of the most rarest situations ever um, where a guy is telling you exactly where he wants to go that opportunity then becomes available, and he chooses not to go there. Now, I think we all can agree the only reason he's not in L.A. is because LeBron's there. Um, If LeBron wasn't there, I don't know if he doesn't sign there. Uh, Maybe he still stays in in OKC. But regardless, if Anthony Davis is telling you, just give him two years. He becomes a free agent. He definitively wants to go to L.A. Um, maybe you play the waiting game. I mean, maybe. I mean, let, let's not. Can you afford to wait that long? If you're, if you're the Lakers with LeBron, LeBron and AJ, LeBron, LeBron ain't getting any younger, man. I'll say right. it. I, I agree. I agree with what you guys are saying. I agree. But I'll say this: LeBron, even at his age right now, before he got injured, had the Lakers in the playoff picture. If the playoffs were to start, uh, were to start before he got injured, they were in the playoffs. Oh yeah. So what they were, they were. Was like, I think they had home court advantage. They were right. four round so it wasn't four like five. This team, it wasn't like this team was horrible. It wasn't like this team was struggling. Like they were barely right. they were they were in it. They were in it. So it's not like LeBron and this team are trash. Like he's he's not lugging around the Western Conference Cavs. I think we all can agree right. on that. And I think giving right. this yep. team another year with LeBron could get a lot better. And then instead of worrying about, you know, who you're gonna try to piece together with what little bit of money you have, um, you know, because you traded everything away. You're now saying, okay, I can keep Kuzma, LeBron, and put AD in, and maybe I'll try to, like, find some suitors for these guys, get another guy to come in. I think you do play the, the weight game. And the biggest reason why I say this is it always haunts me that Melo forced his way out when he could have yep. easily just signed in the offseason. You could have just came here for free, like, without us giving away everything. And that haunts me. And, again, two totally different situations. The the guys are – the age is different in the situations. I get it. But it's not like AD is locked in. (laughs) It's not like AD is locked in, though, for the next four years. It's only one more season, and then he's a free agent. I say just play the the weight game. You know, it's funny. um, And, of course, like, this is just my my kind of devious brain working. But, like, what – what is fucking magic? Is like, what if they got this whole fucking plan? Like, all right, so we're gonna like make it seem like you really want to go to LA, and then we're gonna make Boston drive up the offer. Then you go play for them for a season, and then you're like, fuck you guys, and you dip out and you come to LA. Like, we're we're gonna we're gonna simultaneously fuck over Boston while while getting you in the long run. Um, well, if Kyrie signs <laughs> to LA next year, that's exactly what he did. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that that'd be part of playing that long game. Yeah, Fuck you. getting getting Kyrie from the Celtics yeah. and then AD from the Celtics, and now you've completely almost depleted their their franchise yeah. while bolstering up yours by having three of of the top ten best. Three years in the later, LeBron's yeah. on fucking um, his last can I fun, last right. contract. <laughs> Can I chime in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's now we're getting off on a tangent. Sorry, I started it. I just um, gotta say one quick thing though. One quick thing. Go ahead, Luke. Sure. Depleting. Neither Anthony Davis nor Kyrie Irving played on that team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So even if we lost Kyrie and we didn't get AD, well, I mean we'd be fine. Now I guess the trade for AD, but if we lose Kyrie, I mean I'm not worried. So we're not depleting our team. Yeah, and I, I still so, don't think Kyrie's going anywhere. Or so, and I, I definitely don't think he's going to the Lakers. Um, I just I don't I don't see it happening. Um, sure. Now that could all <laughs> that could all change though. That could change if a particular team based out of New York City decides to get in on these sweepstakes. Um, <laughs> let's just let me just throw this out there because I, I have crunched the numbers now. Um, if the Pel- Pelicans were willing to take Kristaps Porzingis, unprotected first-round pick next season, unprotected, it's got to be unprotected because I'm hoping it's Zion, so it's got to be unprotected. Um, so that un- unprotected first-round pick next season, and Tim Hardaway, and then maybe if you if you're going to be competing with the Lakers, maybe you have to throw in a tiny bit more. Um, if I'm the Knicks, I'm not going to throw in Knox. I'll throw in Nilakina. I'll throw in Mitchell Robinson um, because mm-hmm. I'd be getting AD. Is uh, I'm throwing in Robinson because I'm getting Anthony Davis, who's going to play the center position. Okay. Like, but well, Robinson, AD wants to play power forward, so we're going to give him some of his ability to do that. If, you know, my thing is this: um, not a bad offer, obviously. You got to give up the farm for AD at the end of the day, and you got to right. like I said, you got to give the get. And I think just giving you, you know, if it is Zion, because obviously they're not just, they probably won't take just the first round pick without knowing what where it is in the lottery, you know. So maybe after probably the lottery, not. That's, that's the only possible. way that they can get Kristaps. They can't get Kristaps right. if they wait until the off season. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, um, yeah, Kristaps, the, the first round pick this year, oh well, you know, this summer, and um, yeah, you Hard probably won't give up. Uh, Right, in Hardaway. That would make the most sense. And maybe throw in another small piece there, either Robinson or Ortrier or uh, one of the other pieces we have, yeah. just to spice it up a little bit. But I think just KP in that, in that lottery picker, uh, pretty good. <laughs> just that. And like, if you throw in other things, that's just well, if, And here's the thing. Like, obviously, KP's coming off the injury. But at the right. very yeah. least, when healthy, Kristaps Porzingis is, again, similar to what, you know, what uh, what Luke was saying with Tatum, he's better than anybody that the Lakers are giving you um, when he's right. healthy. Now, granted, we don't know what his health is going to be like. He's seven foot three. The guys that are that big who suffer injuries, it's it's always shaky ground. That's right. But you're also getting That's the true. possibility of Zion, and if not Zion, still a really good pit. I mean, there's going to be four right. guys at least in this draft that are going to all be really fucking good. Um, and, and like the, the top four picks all, in my opinion, are going to be really fucking good. Um, right. and then there's several other guys that are like hanging around that, that five to nine, 10 range that are all like have 
super high potential of being really good. Now, granted, it doesn't like it sucks that you don't know which of those you're getting. But in order to get Kristaps, that's how it has to be. Um, and if you can get like one more nice piece, like I said, Mitchell Robinson, um, and then you know, if you're the Knicks, essentially what you have now is you have Anthony Davis. You have created a max salary slot because you no longer have the cap hold of your first-round pick that's coming in next season. You no longer have the $14.25 million cap hold on Kristaps Porzingis um, uh, with his impending restricted free agency. Um, and you get off Hardaway. So you open up a max slot. So, like, it, let's say you make that deal. You've got Knox. You've got... Um, You've got a uh, Neil Kina. Um, you've got Anthony oh, Davis. Frank, Frank. Right. Um, so, like, you have those. You have those pieces there. Like, it, you know, if you don't trade Frank, of course. But you right, know, right. you have. You, like, essentially, what I'm saying is, you you draw the line at Knox. You're like, we're keeping Knox. Um, and right. but we're getting Anthony Davis. We have max money. Now we can go get Kyrie or KD or whoever. Um, and if we can't get right. those, you know you could get Kemba Walker. Like you, you there ain't no fucking way Kemba Walker. The only way Kemba Walker would turn down a max salary from to play in the fucking Garden is if he somehow uh, qualifies for a super max this off season. And even then, I don't think he would take that. I think if he had an opportunity to play with Anthony Davis in the Garden for a max deal, I think worst case scenario you're looking at Kemba Walker. Um, best case, yeah, you're looking at KD or Kyrie. Um, I I I don't I I don't necessarily know that that deal would get it done, but if I'm New York, I'm willing to do it. I, I'm totally willing to do that deal. Um, yeah. yeah oh. Namely, namely because it 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 kills two birds with one stone. It gets you your first superstar. Um, like or replaces your first superstar, if you will, uh, with a better one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mark. you also get you free up the cap. You know, you free up the the money that you need because you know everybody keeps throwing around. You know, th- this like potential that you know New York could get uh, two max players this off season. It's like to get anybody, any team could get two max players this off season if you tr- tr- give give away assets to trade everything away like and you and you yeah. choose not to you know not to keep Kristaps Porzingis like but obviously right, that wouldn't right. happen so I don't know I I think I think ultimately if if I'm Nick's management I would do it knowing that at worst case scenario I've got three guys to build with in Kimball Walker um Anthony Davis Kevin Knox and then uh, you know some some pieces that I can fit around them, whether it's Trier, whether it's Nilakina, um, Damian Dotson, like whatever. Um, you know, I'll, I'll figure that part out. I re I can resign Noah Vonley. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so let me like throw it out to the Knicks yeah. fans. Yeah, let me throw it throw it to y'all. Um, I'm gonna go to you first, Joel. Like, just your your basic thoughts on all of that. Well, you know, I never want, like, to hype myself up too much. Like, we were being, me and Juan were discussing yesterday. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's nice to be considered. Like, if you haven't noticed, we're we're a team that's mentioned in mostly any big free agents or big names. Yeah. Uh, we're we're the on the list. first time in a <laughs> like, couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's available, we're on the list. Uh, fucking Kyrie <laughs> Irving's available, we're on the list. KD, uh, right. on the list. So, it's like, 
I'm I, I'm flattered. <laughs> like, yeah, <I> really <laughs> Even though a lot of people really hate seeing our names pop up whenever a big name is available for some reason, they no, there is no hate more than and then the possibility of the Knicks getting a player. Mainly because they just sit on the <laughs> idea of someone going there. Um, and I would love the you know for one day you know for them to eat their words and someone actually to you know have the balls and go to the team. And that's the whole thing. It's just it's a big commitment to do it. Melo did it. Amari did it. So I, I'll always have love for them for doing it. You know, it didn't work out, but at the end of the day, they they took the challenge. Um, and and I'll respect them forever because it's not easy to play in New York, especially not play well. You know, in those for a couple of years with Amar and Mello, we did make the playoffs. You know, we struggled the last couple, but now's the time. You know, we have the assets. It's been rare that we have assets. And my thing is, even if we miss out on these phrases like AD, like AD is one of my favorite players. I would fucking love to see AD on the Knicks. But if we don't, like I said, we do miss out on all of them. They say all of them. We have a. I really do look forward to our youth. I do like the guys we have, and I think our possibility of getting a guy like Zion and maybe Ja, I would be really cool with one of those two guys in the draft, and we have a, a bright future. But at at this moment, Anthony Davis is available, and he's if he is willing to commit, because that's the thing you don't want to do. You're not going to trade him for a rental. That's ridiculous. You would never do that trade. I would never consider trading KP for a guy I'm going to have for a year. Never. So if Anthony Davis is really considered staying in New York, you definitely make the trade. Just, it's just it's Anthony Davis. He's a top three player at his best, right? I, and he will definitely lure a free agent more so than even KP. And I think KP can. I just don't. AD is a top player right now. Right. And you you can you know if KD like is considering coming to the Knicks. Worst case scenario, you get Kimball Walker. But right, worst exactly. case scenario, that, I'll be happy with. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Juwan, what, what are your thoughts? You're, you you mentioned earlier you you're kind of hesitant about the Lakers giving away so much. Um, yeah, yeah, do you kind of feel the same way um, in this situation for your Knicks, or do you think the fact that if they if they do make this trade and the fact that they do still have that 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 max money waiting this this offseason with so many people on the board and the fact that you know in in at least in my particular version of what I think the Knicks should offer, you'd be keeping Kevin Knox. Um, you know, is that is that something that ultimately you would have to think about and do you think you would do it if if the Pelicans were willing to take that? Um, I'm gonna say no, mainly for this mm-hmm. reason. Um if A D, like Joel said, doesn't commit and you put KP's name out there, you're almost guaranteeing that KP then rethinks about any possibility of staying in New York. Um, He's got to sign players, the deal. He's a restricted no, I, free I agent. There's like, I know, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, when it, when his time comes up for for him to be eligible. Oh, you mean for like the Gordon contract. Hayward thing in Utah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know a lot of players make it seem like it, it doesn't matter to them. But for you to give your all to a franchise, and then regardless of what what the trade is 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 for, like you're a player, you don't care about that. That bothers you. And KP already is wavering because of all the drama that helped, that happened with the whole mellow situation and just not liking how Brass was running things. Um, so the worst thing you want to do is put that bait out there. Let's say the Pelicans decide to go Celtics or or Lakers. Now you have to sit there and tell KP like, listen, man. 
we still love you. Like, you're still going to stay, right? He's like, nah, man. Like, you just tried to trade me a few days ago. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, when, when my time Like, comes, I'm going to be pissed I'm for the next four leave. years while I'm here, and then as soon as I can, I'm getting the fuck up on out of here. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I have now committed in my brain to the idea of a youth movement. Um, I told you guys, I still hold out hope for Kyrie. Um, KD, I don't even want to begin to think about. But AD having interest in New York, to me, is like Kawhi having interest in New York. I will never believe it until they are wearing a jersey and dribbling a basketball. Um, I will. So I, mean, I will think. I would think you would have really good fucking odds if you had Anthony Davis. That's all I'm saying. No, bro. very true. Very, very true. But it's just one of those things where it's like I, we've been as Joel said, as New York fans, we've been down this road of, of oh that person has interest, and then we never have any, oh, any possibility it. of like moving around to actually secure that player. Um, I get it. Amari was a big deal to us, and Melo was a huge deal to us. Um, sure. So, no, me personally, no. I like this youth movement. If we can definitely secure Zion, I'm fine with a youth movement leading into the future. Uh, with worst case again, scenario, but, but I mean, again, that's not a guarantee. So, you you literally no, have a 14% no, no. chance of that. Let me put it this way. I think if you make the, if that trade is, is successful, and again, we're operating in hypotheticals on multiple levels here, but if you can make that trade, I think getting AD gives you a better than 14% chance at getting either Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, uh, which is better than your percentage chance of landing Zion, to put everything into perspective sure. there. That's a good point. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I think my biggest thing is, like, in my mind of, of – actual reality for a Knicks fan. The idea of Kemba, Trier, Knox, KP, Mitchell Robinson, or whoever we draft being somewhere in that in that mix, that to me is more realistic than this fantasy of, of us being able to give the farm to get AD. Meanwhile, Boston can offer you possibly Tatum and draft picks. LA can offer you a lot more youth. So to me, it's just like I want to just think in the, the most realistic sense for a Knicks fan. Like, not just uh, the the whole picture for a Knicks fan, our reality is usually very slim. Um, so I'm just going with that mindset. So I'm like, no, just hold steady, go with what you were doing now, with everything you were setting up. And if you can get AD and he's actually willing to stay, then you do pull the trigger. But I do not gotcha. see the Pelicans uh, taking the Knicks offer over the Lakers' possible offer or the Celtics. It might take you. it over the Laker offer. I don't know about the Celtics. I was gonna though. say that, that's that's where I was gonna go next. That's where I was gonna go next to, to Luke. So Luke, I'm gonna kick it to you. If you're the Pelicans, out of those two offers, the one that they get, you know, the basically the one where you get Lonzo, Kuzma, um, Ingram, and then you know uh, some uh, some okay. draft consideration, but like nothing, probably nothing that's gonna be like even top ten. Um, would you rather have that, or would would you rather have, like, say, Porzingis, one other young guy, whether it's Nilakina, Mitchell, um, you know, whoever, sure. and then uh, the Knicks' unprotected 2019 first-round pick, and, you know, <laughs> maybe they got to throw in um, a, a later protected, like, lottery-protected pick somewhere down the line. Um, but, like, which, what what would you rather have if you're the Pelicans? 
It's it's hard because I mean the Knicks offer is better, but I mean I just don't know Kristaps' injury. I I haven't injury. seen hands yep. on about yep. the Pelicans. My doctors mm-hmm. haven't been there with them. We have no clue where the Knicks have them because they they they're tanking this year, so we don't know how right. they've been like rehabilitating him and all that. Like you know, obviously they're not rushing them. I mean, they're probably Plus you got to sign him to a max in the off season. Yeah, I have to have full faith in like that because I do get his rights. So it's all that. So yeah, on like last year's paper, it looks way better to get the Kristoff. I'd probably want Nilakina and Robinson plus this year's pick. That's just you know, but you're keeping Knox, so that that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think at least I, I think ultimately you know, I'd be willing to do that. But, but at least with the Lakers right now, you know, every single one of those young guys are not injured and haven't been injured right. before with the big knee injury. So that's all the right. thing. I mean, Lonzo Ball can't can come out all they want and say he's not going to play for the Pelicans. But okay. Third party. Uh, yeah. Um, let me talk about it. What are you going to sit for three years? Uh, do you want to go play out in another country, Lonzo? Is that, are you going to listen to your dad? I mean, and all that. So yeah, that, that's just, that's just awesome. That's, that's just unheard of. So. It, Big ball yeah, play the league. <laughs> I think the Pelicans is the West set the Knicks. He could play for the West set the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, Luke, I, no, I feel you. Like, I mean, it's tough. I mean, because, like you said, if KP is healthy, then that's a better offer. But the fact that you don't know that, um, I almost wonder, like, if just, just getting a star, though, would be um, – like e- even with the health concerns, with like I feel like because he's rested all season and and you know medicine has has kind of advanced and and you know there's not as many back to backs nowadays and you can always rest them on back to backs and things like that. Like uh, I feel like still maybe you might want to take that offer, but ultimately yeah, I would probably still take the Lakers offer if they're willing to give up everything. Um, which, as we said, you know, you're probably going to have to give up almost everything if you're the Lakers to get this deal done before the deadline. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, but it'll be interesting. Uh, any other dark horses, Luke, I want to start with you on this one. Okay, I got two. I want to do one real quick. I mean, it's not a dark horse, but if I'm the Raptors and I'm Masai Ujari, I'm doing everything to get this trade done. I mean, I've already put all my money into Kawhi. I'm going to do it sure. more right now. I mean, I'm completely going to put – everything in this, and here's a little, I mean, there's been plenty of trades I've seen out there, but, oh, man, of course, yeah, right when I go to it, it just goes away. <laughs> thanks, NBA <laughs> Championship. Well, thanks, I mean, thanks, you're definitely uh, you're definitely uh, going to put in an Anobi, Siakam, Valanchun um, is probably to make the money work, you know, yeah. any sort of future first-round picks that you can include with some kind of protection on them. I don't think you could, I don't think if you're Toronto, you can go unprotected on those. Not not knowing whether you know whether or not uh, Kawhi is going to reside, but um, but yeah, I mean, so so what did you have in mind in particular, though, Luke? No, it was it was those three plus some picks. So that that's what it was based around. I think it maybe yeah. C.J. Miles, and then it was some other money thing. But it wasn't anything. You're just getting at these days. But that way, I would say yeah, Van Vliet maybe instead of C.J. Miles, like since he's actually has value. Right. Saying their yeah. contracts are about the same. Right. Yeah, so so get I would just get it done. Even if I'm not have the assurance of Kawhi 
signing this year. I mean, I've already put my, my everything, most of my chips in just to get Kawhi for one year. This way I could possibly convince Kawhi, hey, don't sign a long-year deal. Let's just do a one-year, uh, two-year deal. You get the second-year option, and let's really, you know, make this run with Anthony Davis. So I'm doing all that I can to get that deal done. If um, you know, it's cause, would you, you know, would you just gone, say fuck it and give up unprotected future first, like even <laughs> knowing that you, like, would you pull like a essentially like a net, you know, with minus the pick swapping shit, would you pull like a net move and give up two unprotected first rounders, um, keeping in mind that you can't give up this year's, so it would have to be 2021 and 2023, which just so happens to be 2021, the year that you know, Anthony Davis could leave. Um, so, like, you're, you you could really bottom out and owe some really nice picks um, if you don't keep – but, like, at the same time, like, part of me still, like, for for a basketball team like Toronto, which, mind you, Toronto's not a small city. Toronto's got a very, very, no. um, like, great group of, of uh, basketball fans. It's a great basketball city. So it's not necessarily the type of city. It's not like a Memphis or a New Orleans or, um, you know, a, a Sacramento, Orlando, whatever, um, where, like, mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, if, if, we, if we don't have these picks, like, and, and, and we lose these players – like, we're just royally fucked, you know? Like, you're, they're still going to sell tickets. They're still, they'll be fine. Uh, and it's not like they're ever going to, like, have, like, an owner threatening to relocate, you know? So, like, in that sense, it's like, fuck, maybe I would do it. Like, just to say, fuck it. And, like, we got we got Kawhi. We got Anthony Davis. If we get both of those guys, we think we can convince Kawhi to stay, which will convince AD to stay. Like, Fuck it, we're just rolling the dice. Like, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I think I, I think I'd be willing to give up those two, two unprotected picks. Luke, what do you think? No, like I said, anything to get it done, man. I'd give two. Now, <laughs> yeah. Drawing the line at two, that's all you're gonna get. You're not gonna get the whole net treasure. No, you're not gonna get a third. Like all that no. and then the swapping and all that. But no, you're gonna summer. get two, You're gonna get two picks from me. Yes, a hundred percent. You can get this year's and next year's, or you can get. Two years from now and all that, but I'm definitely yeah. getting it done. If I, because like I said, I've already gone all in, and I think I can do it with this team with Lowry, you know, Kawhi, and because you yeah. you would have Lowry, and then um, what's the face been playing really good for them? Um, Abaka, Anthony Davis, oh, yeah. and then if oh, yeah, you get like a Delon right out of that, and deal, then I mean, or yeah, get like a shooting guard from from them or something like that. I mean, you could definitely yeah. get it done. I mean, you. You have something good to build around, but this next team is my really dark horse that I think should also I get it done. I hope it's mine. Here you go. I think right, I know, too. Next one is the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. That's why if I'm the Denver Nuggets. I'm going all in just because I'm going to do this. So I'm going to trade you Paul Millsop, who's expiring, so you don't have to worry about his. Yep. Gary Harris, Michael Porter, mm-hmm. Van, uh, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and then I'll give you because I don't have my pick this year. I'll give you next year's Vanderbilt. pick and the next and the following year. But there's going to be some protections on it. I'm going to take back though. I want Anthony Davis, Nikolai Mirotic. I'll take uh, Diallo and Okafor off of your hands. I think if I'm Denver Nuggets, I'm so doing it because Gary Harris is kind of. I mean, he's really good, but he's kind of falling off. I mean, Murray's kind of taking his step. 
into like that, but I'm getting Anthony Davis. Even if it's only for a year and a half, I'm doing it just because I have him for this whole year where I'm already kind of competing without any of those guys really helping me, and I'm adding Anthony Davis now. And I just think, that, like, he would have the defense of, like, what they've been needing, that whole thing to help anchor and just him be able to play along the Joker. It would be so nice. And then you have someone coming off the bench with Nikolai Mirtis that can help stretch the floor. So I think Denver would be so smart to go get him. And I think they could challenge Golden State this year for a championship. It's going to be hard at the guard position covering, you know, Clay and all that. But I think, you know, down low you're definitely going to have him beat. Okay. All right, check this out. Here's my counteroffer because I also thought up. Denver was also my dark horse, but it's a different trait. So here's my counteroffer if I'm New Orleans. Um, a, you've got to give me Jamal Murray. Like, I, there ain't no way. We ain't having any discussion any, any further if I'm not getting Jamal Murray. Um, so you can keep Gary Harris, but I want Jamal Murray. I definitely want Michael Porter Jr. because, I mean, we haven't seen him play, but, I mean, he's still got potential. Um, I also want Juan Hernan Gomez. Um, Paul Millsap to make the money work because he's an expiring. Um, and I, I can't get this year's pick or next year's pick because of the Sepian role. I want the 2021 first-round pick and the 2023 first-round pick. Um, and, and uh, no, that's all, that's, that's all you got to give me. Um, but I'm giving you Anthony Davis. And you have to take Solomon Hill. I would do it. I mean, Jamal Murray. Me yeah, too, right? Like, year. if I'm Denver, because I'd be like, no matter what, dude, like, I'll do it. guards are good. Gary Harris is a really good guard. He's a really good yes. two-way player. He's just going to have fucking, a bad year because of injury. Jamal Murray's kind of coming into his season. He's a little bit older. But no matter what, if I'm keeping one of those guards, I'm fine with that. I will build because right. I'm going to get Isaiah Thomas back. So I'll put Isaiah Thomas, Gary Harris now. Solomon Hill can well, do no, whatever I'm he wants. I'm starting part. Monty Morris, dude. Like, Monty Morris yeah, is my starter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, yeah, you can bring – at that point, you can – Isaiah Thomas, then you open up minutes for Isaiah Thomas off the bench by making the trade, yes. Yeah, and like I said, Gary Harris is a great lockdown. So that's what he has a little bit over – Jamal Murray is a, Gary Harris is a good defender, so you have that defender. Right. So no matter what, yeah, I'm, I'm glad me and you are seeing that. Uh, Denver should do this trade 100. percent They should come out of nowhere, be the Toronto who gets Kawhi. Just do it and just be like, yeah, we got it done in nine days. What's up, guys? Like you can take any of the picks. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it would be fucking awesome, man. Could you imagine even Anthony just Davis for a year and Nikola Jokic running the block, dude? Oh. So nice. Oh. It would finally help out. You like you'd be able to hide Jokic on the defensive end, and it would save him mm-hmm. like more energy and all that. And just Anthony Davis just doing whatever he wants down low on the defensive end, and then just them be able to play off each other. Man, that'd be it'd be so nice. It was it's what they wanted with Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis, just better. Right. Yeah, it's better. And and you've seen what this lineup is able to do with Jokic and Plumlee. Like, I mean, you you replaced Plumlee with Anthony fucking Davis, dude. Like, Jesus. Um, but yeah, and you and you you keep Monty Morris, you keep Gary Harris, um, you you uh, keep uh, Barton. Um, so like, those are those are all guys that I feel like they would be able to keep in this in this kind of arrangement. Um, and you know, uh, there's enough, and you still have enough depth coming off your bench to where I think, you know, whether whether it be Trey Lyles, Torrey Craig, 
um, Malik Beasley, which, you know, all of those guys too, like any, any one of those guys could be included in this trade as well. Like, um, but like, I feel like you can keep enough of them to where, you know, you can make something work. Yeah. Denver's definitely my dark horse. I definitely, um, I definitely like them the most. Um, Joel, is there any, anybody, anything that we've listed or any team that kind of sticks out to you where you're just like, huh, like that could be interesting. Uh, Milwaukee was a team I thought was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they can probably give up like a guy like Middleton and Brogdon and, and maybe Maker and a pick or something and make that happen to bring AD to bring him next with the, the Greek freak. And that would be a hell of a the duo. Uh, and, and it, I just think that'd be freaky scary long and athletic team. Um, it'd be, it'd be wrong, <laughs> but I like it. And still, you'd have Bledsoe, uh, after the Kumpo, you still have probably a Lopez out there. And you know, have a couple of young, Tony Snell, you have a couple of young guards and, uh, with a, um, uh, I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, Divincenzo, guys like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got, you got guys there that can fill in that two spot. So, I think that'd be an interesting uh, move for Milwaukee. Yeah, the only thing, the, the only kind of Milwaukee doesn't have like any t- a pick within like the next four years or something, five maybe even. Um, really? Because of various trades they've made, they they owe one to Phoenix and then one to Cleveland. Um, so like it, it would be difficult just on that. Like, um, and then you know with with Middleton being an expiring, like, um, they, it, it, I feel like if you're New Orleans, you would have to be like, all right, we're going to trade for him and we're going to give him a max deal. And it's like, do you want to do that? Maybe. Because, um, I mean, Middleton would fit in fucking great with Drew Holiday. Like, those two guys would play great off each other. Um, and if you got Brogdon yes. in the deal, he could run your, he could run your point. Uh, I know he's been playing more two there, but he can run your point. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I mean it, it could definitely work um in that in that kind of regard. Um Jawan, uh what uh do you have any kind of dark horse that you want to throw out here? I'm always going to want to throw Phoenix out there uh because of my deep love for Phoenix. <laughs> um so I, that's always going to be a team I throw out there, but um I did actually really 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 like Joel's idea of the Bucks. I think Giannis an AD would be just bananas. Um, and it'd be great for that city because not no one really is looking to go to Milwaukee uh, as a free agent. So to land AD to pair up with Giannis, you can maybe get some guys that might take, you know, a little less money to come to pair up with those guys, in the, especially in the East. Um, and also <clears throat> I did like Luke's idea of uh, the Raptors. Uh, not only could that maybe – get Kawhi to stay long-term, like, definitively. Um, maybe that could get AD to stay long-term definitively. It's in the East. The Raptors are already, uh, if not number one, number two uh, in the East already. Um, so I find it hard to believe that Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, completely healthy, don't make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, yeah. And possibly beyond that. And if they do make the Eastern Conference Finals, AD has never been past the second round. So you can't just go, all right, well, you know, that was cool and everything, but, like, now I want to go play with LeBron. So, I mean, winning changes a lot. So I find it hard to believe that winning with Kawhi, either one of them would decide to leave. 
Yeah, and I, I like both of those. I just I don't feel like either team, like I said, for for Milwaukee, they don't have enough picks. Um, even if they were willing to give them out unprotected, they just don't have them. Um, and then for Toronto, they would have to give up the unprotected picks, which, um, I mean, Luke and I said we would both do, but it, it's that's a much taller task if you're a GM, um, you know, willing to, you know, basically nobody wants to be the next uh, fucking Nets, Brooklyn Nets situation, you know. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally get you. I mean, it's just as far as fit. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, he would be awesome playing with either one of those two guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I still feel like it, it, out of all the Dark Horse teams, I don't know, I just feel like the Nuggets have the most to play with as far as getting a deal done. They have the most assets to be able to throw at the situation. Um, and enough security along with those assets, um, both the security and the assets that um, that New Orleans would be obtaining um, and security and the assets that Denver would be keeping because you got Jokic locked up for five years. Um, so even if you're throwing out a couple um, first-round picks, um, you know, future first-round picks, um, you, you, you got to feel like you're still going to be good, even if Anthony Davis leaves, you know, in a couple of years. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, we need to start wrapping this up. But before we do, um, regardless of whether they keep Anthony Davis, um, you know, throughout the rest of the season, as a, one of the biggest things I do right now, if I'm uh, Dell Dimps, like I am calling up everybody on everybody for every other player on this roster. I'm like, who do, do you want anybody on this roster? Um, Cause like, there is no way if given that Anthony Davis has said that I, you know, that, or that he wants to be traded. There is no way that I make it past this trade deadline with Nikola Mirotic on my team. Like he's just too valuable and he's on an expiring contract and you have, right. it's going to be You're so right. hard to keep him. If Anthony Davis, if he knows Anthony Davis is leaving or you're about to trade Anthony Davis, I mean, fuck drew holiday just came out and was like, damn, that was like the biggest reason that I fucking signed here was Anthony Davis. Um, yeah. and like, there's just so many teams that could use him. I mean, Philly is the first one that hits me because Wilson Chandler expiring contract and they still have some, some good picks. Um, they have that heat pick, which I don't think they give that up, but like maybe you get, um, you know, a first from Philly and a couple additional seconds or something like that. If they want to try to outbid somebody, um, Utah, Utah could definitely use Nikola Miritich. Maybe Utah is willing to give up um, a first-round pick and an expiring, or maybe Jay Crowder um, and a first-round pick and an expiring, um, you know, depending on how high they are on Miritich. Um, so, I mean, that's a guy that I'm trying to get off of. Julius Randle, I, even if I had to take on, like, salary, which I think you would, I think given the right circumstance, you might be able to get a first-round pick for Julius Randle um, from the Wizards. I think so, too. Uh, like, if you, if you send the Wizards Randall and uh, Alfred Payton and you're willing to take back Jan Mahimney, um, who, you know, goes through next season, um, like, they get, you know, some uh, an additional point guard while John Wall's out. They get a huge upgrade at center. Both of those guys are basically on expiring deals. So it doesn't help them as far as talent long-term, but it clears them off of Mahinmi next year. 
I, if I'm Washington, I would totally be willing to give up a first-round pick for that trade because I want to make the playoffs. And it inches me closer. It cuts about $4.5 million off my salary. It inches me one dumping one contract away from getting out of the luxury tax. Um, so that's another incentive. Um, so, like, those are, those are, like, the kind of deals. Drew Holiday, I'm not as concerned about moving because you have him signed on for multiple years. And I think, like, it might be beneficial to actually keep Drew Holiday and make your trade fit around Drew Holiday since you do have him locked up. He's a fan favorite. It's good to have, like, a really good veteran um, around, uh, you know, your team and, and a guy to kind of show the other guys how, how the team operates, the culture and all that. Um, any Anything that you've thought about, Luke, as far as anything like that, um, you know, as far as, as far as basically what the Pelicans should be doing with their other assets that aren't Anthony Davis. No, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm definitely trading just both big men. I'm not going to rush the holiday trade because I don't think I can get the most out of him right now. I mean, I still right. think, you know, I want him to play out. He just signed a bigger – I mean, not a big deal. It's 25 mil right now, but it's still kind of big and all that. You want to see team trade, so I have no – reason to rush in, but yes, I definitely should trade Nikolai Mirotic just to also get something out of him and also help my tank process and, and all that, because he definitely helped me win games last year, which if I'm going to be trading Anthony Davis, I don't want to be winning games this year. And then Julius Randle, yeah, I'm going to try to find that team. I mean, he's not on a bad deal at all, if you really think about it. So, you could get something probably out of him, like the Wizards or some other teams. So, those are the only things that you're really going to get value, but you can get something and start this whole rebuild process and all that. And then when you do trade for Anthony Davis, you have a clear cut because I don't, I mean, unless you make a trade right now, middle like of the season. And it's like what I was like, it's a, it's a trade that's going to help you now. And maybe, you know, possibly if you don't want to go through full rebuild and all that, then I can see it. But other than that, I mean, yeah, you and you, you just, know, and you just you just don't know if you're going to be able to keep any of those guys too. That's the thing. It's not even necessarily about like going full rebuild. It's like get some assets that you know you're going to have after next season, and then if you if you don't want to go full rebuild, then you can look at moving those assets for for players or whatever, you know. But like, don't don't find yourself not only having to trade Anthony Davis in the offseason, but also walking Miritich and Randall both walk away for nothing. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Please, Delta, don't fucking do that, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, Drew Holiday is interesting. i tell you one deal I, I would at least offer. Um, I'd call up uh, Minnesota and say, hey, uh, Minnesota, we, we, you can tell Wiggins isn't working out. We can tell Wiggins isn't working out. If you give us your first-round pick, we'll take him off your hands and give you Drew Holiday. Because Drew Holiday would be way better for your fucking team. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, that, like, you might actually make the playoffs if you make that trade. Um, but, yeah, but you got to give us your first. I don't know if they would do it. Um, if I was them, I would do it. But that doesn't mean they would do it. Um, but, like, I, you know, if you're, if you're um, New Orleans, like, if, if if you get a first and then you still get Wiggins, who I know is, like, the most disappointing player in the league, but nevertheless, like, he still does have some potential. Um, and maybe you just get a better coaching situation that can kind of light a fire under his ass. Um, probably just wishful thinking, but I still think 
that might be in your benefit. Um, but anyway, uh, Joel, Juwan, uh, either of y'all want to add anything really quick to, uh, um, you know, those other assets that the Pelicans have, what they, um, maybe something that they should try to look for to get for them or just in general? I mean, I agree with you. Like, this is all fire sale now. I mean, there's no point in keeping right. them now. You can definitely get something for Drew, uh, for Drew Holiday. I <laughs> I think so, at least. Uh, Miritich, uh, Randall, all those guys were valuable pieces on a team. Because I, I still think if this team was healthy, because I think their biggest issue was health, they would have been right. a good team. Because they showed that they could be a good team. They just had no fucking depth. Zero depth, and they didn't make any moves to give right. them depth. And, and look, now right. Jaleel Alcobar is actually playing good. He's been playing good for at least a week. Like, where the yeah. fuck has he been, like, for the last <laughs> two years? Like, all right, good. You know, all late and shit. But, yeah, I think Julius Randle especially, I think you could definitely get this. And, uh, and he's got a good deal. He probably won't get much because of that deal. But he's on one of those one-year things. They, he can help a playoff team, Meritage, too, and, and like, a long-term piece, of course, Drew Holiday. Uh, even though that contract will, you know, but I think Drew Holly is one of the better shooting guards in the league, so he's definitely worth something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Jawan, so like, get rid of everybody, even if you keep AD, <laughs> and then then you can actually play AD and not tank, but still right. lose games, like still get your pick, right? Like, am I wrong, Jawan? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. That. And I, I think the biggest thing we were saying is. New Orleans isn't the biggest basketball town. Once AD's gone, I think the interest of the fan base goes, unless you can, you know, Probably. sell them completely on a rebuild. Um, I, I like the idea of them getting Wiggins. I think maybe a change of scenery could help Wiggins. Um, and at least that's something you could at least market off of. But you should definitely clean house if AD's gone. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, guys, Thank you all for joining me tonight. Uh, everybody out there, be sure to listen to Wrestling Geeks Alliance tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll be back uh, absolutely next Thursday to cover the trade deadline. Um, we might have a show in between. Just stay tuned. Uh, I'm really aiming for that because I want, I want our 100th episode to be the trade deadline. Um, so, But that will be coming up. It might be episode 99, though. Uh, but so keep an eye out for that, and Geek Vibes Live will be here Sunday at 8 per usual. Also keep an eye out for Top 10. we got a bunch of great interviews coming out as well, so keep an eye out for that. Um, but, yeah, we will see you at the very least next Thursday, if not sooner. Until then, peace. Peace. In unison, it was perfect. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.